Hello and welcome to Baylor Connections, a conversation series with the people shaping our future. Each week we go in-depth with Baylor leaders, professors, and more discussing important topics in higher education, research, and student life. I'm Derek Smith, and today we are talking Baylor alumni with Sarah Catherine Ricci. Sarah Catherine serves as Assistant Vice President of Alumni Engagement and Annual Giving in Baylor University Advancement. Baylor Alumni is Baylor's official alumni engagement program and facilitates numerous events, activities, and volunteer opportunities across the nation, providing valuable ways to connect with the Baylor family. Opportunities nationwide connect Bears with fellow alums in their home region or provide forums in which to interact with Bears of similar interests, professional backgrounds, and more. There's a lot going on, even as we are at the Christmas holiday season and looking into the new year, a lot to talk about. Sarah Catherine, thanks so much for joining us on the program today. Thanks so much for having me, Derek. Well, it's, it's great to visit with you and to, to learn more about connecting with Baylor alumni and just to get an idea of some of the programs that, that Baylor alumni offers. Uh, could you just tell us a few places that we might find you or your team in, a, in recent weeks or the weeks ahead? Okay, well, where where won't you find us? Okay. I guess mm-hmm. may be the better question. So even across the course of this past fall, we have been in Houston. We have lots of affinity groups. And so our Houston professionals recently hosted Chris Scott, one of our alumni award winners mm-hmm. um, from 2021. He um, helped produce Ode to Joy. So I know that community really enjoyed that. But also our Baylor Women's Council of Houston hosted a traditions um, gathering and celebration. So in Houston, they are a very active bunch. And And then we've been in Dallas. Our volunteers there hosted a watch party and a Dr. Pepper hour at the Louise Harrington School of Nursing. So really diving into the locations that are very close to them and recognizing the students that are in their area. We've been all over the map to San Antonio, to Austin for some lighter programming. But we're not just in the state of Texas. We're also across the country. So throughout the late summer, Um, And early fall, we really did a lot with parent engagement, which is also a part of Baylor alumni doing senior send-off parties. And then we have our Baylor in the Ballpark series. And many of them host Dr. Pepper hours throughout the year. So they can't necessarily make it to Waco, but they can bring Waco to their communities. And they do all of these in a family-friendly atmosphere, which is what we like to see because we don't just want alums. We want our broader family. We want prospective students. We want um, children of our alums and then the friends that come along the way, like our alumni by choice. Yeah, I think I saw pictures on social media of Vincent. The Dodger Stadium is sometime in the summer. And of course, uh, parents, you know, they're gathering at, you know, send off parties and prayer groups pretty much uh, every region of the country, it seems like. I'll see those on social media. Absolutely. Yeah. We love our volunteers to really to get in, involved and wherever they can fling their green and gold and wear green and gold. We really hope that they will do that and represent Baylor well. Well, Sarah Catherine, as we talk here the next 20 minutes or so, you know, there's Baylor alumni, kind of almost capital A. Baylor alumni is the group that serves. Baylor alumni. Hopefully, you know, we'll we'll mention that as we talk back and forth because it's possible I'll say them both and it could be almost interchangeable. But uh, Baylor alumni uh, is is the group. How would you describe that to someone who is maybe only vaguely aware of of, of who you all are and what you do? What I would say is that Baylor alumni is the home for all alums and family members who are connected to the institution. We are the location and the place on campus where they can come and find any information that they'd like to receive. 
So we see a lot of prideful individuals who may not have been connected for a while. So we really serve as that connection point and that front door to the institution. So even if they don't stick with us and go to our programming, we can show them where across campus they can fit in best, whether that's athletics, whether that's through the units, um, or even through student life in our career center. We really are that information hub and that place for people to connect. So Sarah Catherine Baylor, alumni, as the the group of people, the group of graduates, the the family members globally, what what do you and your team particularly enjoy about serving them and working with them? What's distinct about that? There are so many things that are distinct (laughs) about that. Really, coming to the institution um, four and a half years ago, it was very clear that the mission of Baylor um, was distinct and different than most every other institution across higher education. And you can see that with the alums and the programs that we provide. They operate um, out of tradition. They operate as um, doing service within their communities, um, but also they operate with faith. Um, and they weave that into everything that they do. So to be able to create programming that ties people back to the institution at a very broad level and showcase the great work that we're doing and how we're continuing to lean into our mission and not stray from that, how we focus on creating men and women for worldwide leadership and service through a Christian environment, that is really the root of how we develop all of our programming. But we know that it's more than just what's happening on campus and developing students. So even at that surface level, as we're providing that information, we know it's really important to create programs like our affinity groups, um, including Baylor University Women's Council, Golden Wave Alumni Band, some of these other groups, so they can get past that surface level and build deeper connections um, where they're actually communicating and building a peer-to-peer network and as we think about kind of and what's been phrased as this army of volunteers and this army of alums, we truly are going out and we're spreading the good work that the institution is doing. And people feel comfortable coming back and sharing their experiences so we can absolutely share that with students. We can share that with faculty and staff. And our faculty and staff can infuse their um, their lessons and also their research with the work that's going on in the world. Visiting with Sarah Catherine Ricci. And Sarah Catherine, I think you really just kind of said this, but I want to ask specifically, you know, you mentioned how the Baylor mission is distinct and it it really uh, feeds into so much of what you do. How would you describe your mission in, in Baylor alumni? Again, I will lean into um, to really we're, we're not breaking away from the institution's mission, but what we are adding to it is developing committed constituents and really showcasing how we can build um, build programming for them, facilitate those connections, and then also highlight what's happening on campus. So um While that sounds very simplistic, we certainly don't want to complicate it or um, make it overly complex. Um, People in general are complex enough Mm -hmm. with their emotions. So we just want to make sure that people feel included, they feel seen, and they also feel heard. So as long as we can build these programs and our mission is focused on bringing people back and creating a dialogue um, where we're comfortable communicating with one another, I feel like we've, we've served are, we've served the institution um, and we've hit our goal. 
You know, when you talk about um, our faculty, research, programs they're building, athletics, so there's the business, you know, all these things, probably no shortage of uh, things. Probably, I'm guessing you probably, ha- it takes a lot of energy to sift through all the potential opportunities. Oh, it takes a ton to sift through mm-hmm. potential opportunities. Um, and you never know what might spark interest. Um, but one way, um, one person that we've really highlighted um, in both San Antonio recently and in Dallas is Dr. Jason Carter with Robbins College um, of Health and Human Sciences. And him being a, he being a new dean um, and not knowing a lot about him, it's really been interesting and fascinating to hear about his research. It's on the science of sleep. And I hope that we're able to take um, people like Dean Carter out more often because as he talks about his research, it isn't just about um, it isn't just about the data, um, which can sometimes make us fall asleep, which mm-hmm. is interesting with his science mm-hmm. of sleep. Um, but he also talks about rest and sleep um, and where it's found in the Bible and biblically how he is focusing his research and his work not only on solving problems. Um, that are happening in the world, but how they're tying back to our faith and our Christian mission um, and why it's important to rest. Um, so it's really interesting to hear his perspective. And he is just one of thousands of stories that we can tell from campus. Well, you know, it's funny you say that we had him on this program in the summer. We had it earlier this year. Mm-hmm. I almost say that, you know, there's no shortage of great stories to tell because we kind of see that even with this program, right? Having right. you, faculty, different people on, there's no shortage of great stories uh, here at Baylor as we visit with uh, Sarah Catherine Ricci and... You know, let, let's dive into a few of the examples. You mentioned that parents are, are a part of this. There's Baylor business. There's Baylor sports. Could, could you just take us through some of the examples of opportunities to connect uh, affinity-wise or event-wise? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and you named quite a few. Mm-hmm. Um, one big one, obviously, is athletics. Um, so we really do try to be present. Um, and we try to be additive to our athletics partners and our fan fan engagement and fan experience. Mm-hmm. Um, so we really lean on them to build that. And so Doug Furch and team have really started to um, do so much more and making sure that it has that pep rally type of feel. We don't want to just be in a space and have a hospitality room. We really mm-hmm. want to bring that excitement and joy to you. So if athletics is your thing, that's really where you connect, whether you're at, on Waco's campus or whether you're away. And certainly as we head into basketball season, mm-hmm. um, we'll be present. Um, but you also brought up um, parent engagement. Um, and sometimes people don't think about that being involved in the alumni group. But we really do serve alumni and friends. And we have so many members of the Baylor community. Um, we have those who are actively joining us, and that's many parents. They have parents in prayer programs um, that are held monthly. Um, and so groups of parents across the country gather um, and pray for our students on campus. Um, and not just pray for students, they're praying um, for one another um, because it's tough to let, let your child go mm-hmm. to school. Um, and so we do have alums. We have non-alums who are participating in that. And then they also have packaging parties throughout the year. Um, But very similarly, we have the Baylor University Women's Councils, and there are 16 at the moment. Um, Some of our original ones started in both Dallas and Houston, um, and they have been instrumental in providing scholarship support. 
Um, so their mission is very tied to this institution and not just not just the mission of Baylor alumni, but the mission of the institution and ensuring that as many students can get here as possible. But mm-hmm. as they do that, they're creating and facilitating connections in their community to remain strong. And so they know what's happening across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also develop programs that are on campus and we want to bring people back. So all of these affinity groups, we really try to be intentional about planning and having different individuals come to campus and have that experience. And as we've transitioned into the Herd Welcome Center, we've really seen a lot more interest in coming back because Mm -hmm. there is an actual home for people to Mm -hmm. land. Mm -hmm. And they feel prideful in having a space that they can call their own. Mm -hmm. Well, you mentioned the Herd Center. Within the Herd Center is the uh, McLean Family Alumni Center. What, uh, What would people see if they haven't visited that there? If they haven't seen the McLean Family Alumni Center, um, they will feel um, definitely a sense of pride walking in. Um, The structure of the facility is just incredible. And to come to the second floor and have a living room and have a space to just sit for a moment and think back on your time at Baylor and really build off that nostalgia um, and think about what it was, um, what it is, and what it will become. Um, it's really a place of reflection. Um, and as many people say, um, even if you're not ready to reflect and you just want to come check out the space, come mm-hmm. in, get an ice cold Dr. Pepper or a water, um, check out the um, balcony, uh, and, and then take a tour of campus. Walk downstairs, talk to our student employees, talk to our admissions counselors. There's so much to learn about Baylor um, that the facility really offers Baylor alums. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of access to the institution. Yeah, I've, I've seen it in the tours, and it's a uh, it's a really inviting spot within an obviously outstanding overall facility. So yes, yeah, we are cool. very grateful, yeah. um, not only for the McLean family, but um, also for those who came before them, mm-hmm. um, and really paved that pathway um, for us to have a space and to see the importance of a space. This is Baylor Connections. We are visiting with Sarah Catherine Ricci, Assistant Vice President of Alumni Engagement and Annual Giving in Baylor University Advancement. I want to—you mentioned a couple of names, and I know if uh, you're it was talk about your your team. If if I put this on you, talk about your team. It's almost impossible to name everybody. But uh, what what would you tell us about the team with whom you get to serve, and what's meaningful uh, about the opportunity to do it with them? Wow. That is, um, that's a big question. Um, I have a lot of respect for my team um, and those who work in this space. Um, I've already named Doug, of course. Gail Offeringa has done incredible work within, par- within parent engagement and really providing parents access um, to the institution and to content. Um, but you have people like Heather Beck, um, who is an alum, who continues to lean in to some of the traditional programming and the traditions on campus and making those accessible to people. Um, but you also have individuals like Ryan Boyd, who came from outside of the institution, but who's all over the country recruiting alums, having those good conversations. Both he and Stephen Sullivan really get out into the field and ensure that people know that that connection point is there. Um, we don't just want to have a passive um, passive attitude where we're just creating programs and hoping that people come to us, really putting those two out in the field. Um, and then also um, people like Sarah Lynch to create that content for them to use um, is really important. But what I would say is that 
every one of these individuals has a deep respect for the institution, but they also have a deep respect for our alums and our volunteers. And um, working with people can sometimes, um, you have your highs and your lows, because when people are happy, you can celebrate and be joyful. Um, when people are frustrated, you have to listen. Um, but I think that our, our entire team does that um, to the best of their ability um, and with a ton of respect, not only for one another, um, but for the constituents that we serve. You know, you mentioned, obviously, there's people on your team who are Baylor alums, uh, some who graduated from other institutions. But how valuable is it to have that mix? Because my experience with you, everyone feels like such a great fit for Baylor and has a deep respect, as you said, for the mission. But it's nice that you probably have some people who went through it themselves as students, but also some people who have been elsewhere and seen what else is going on. And you can kind of blend those perspectives. Absolutely. I think that anytime you can have a different, differing perspective, um, it's great because that facilitates that type of organic dialogue and brainstorming that you can't get elsewhere. Um, it also keeps us from being complacent and content with the way things were um, and keeping focused on that main goal of how can we innovate? How can we change? How can we still stay true to our mission, um, but access those individuals who may be um, falling off to the side or, or changing faster than we are? Um, and so I, I think that having those types of conversations is, is critically helpful. Also, um, alumni engagement and advancement work isn't just throwing events and having parties and having conversations. Um, it is a career path. So many of these, if not all of these individuals, have chosen to, to go down this path. Um, there is science. There is research. Um, and so while we do want to get out and talk with everyone, we also are very uh, contemplative and reflective on the data that we have and we utilize that in the most meaningful way possible to provide more and to provide access to all of our alums. Visiting with Sarah Catherine Ricci. And Sarah, a couple questions I have for you as we kind of head into the final few minutes here. Uh, one, uh, you mentioned uh, innovation. I know the programming has grown. What are some of the ways that opportunities programming is, uh, is growing within Baylor alumni? There are a ton of opportunities that, that exist. What has been very interesting um, throughout the pandemic and post-pandemic is how we've been able to develop partnerships across campus. Um, we do not operate in a silo. Um, we can't do everything on our own. Um, we do rely on people, and it kind of falls back to, the, to what we said before. It's about perspective. So when we draw other people in and when we collaborate with others on campus, like the Career Center or university libraries, they are able to share um, fresh new ways that we might be able to showcase the institution mm -hmm. um, and opportunities where we can truly provide a value add for our Baylor family that is external to campus. Mm -hmm. um, so really leaning into um, having some seminars with uh, the Career Center and bringing alums back to campus, um, not just talking about um, not just talking about their time in a specific school or unit, but how they took their work, for example, um, in arts and sciences um, or journalism and applied that in, in the corporate space. We need to have that dialogue. Our students need that perspective. Mm -hmm. um, but that also um, 
that also reminds me that we need to do more on campus with our students and bridging being a student um, and and showcasing what it's like to be a Baylor alum. So when they do become a young alum, they know exactly what it is and what to do. Um, so working with student life to have students come to our um, away tailgates um, or even our on-campus tailgates, those are simple, easy ways to say, hey, this is what you can do when you leave. It's not complicated. We just want you to show up. We want you to be a part of this community. Um, but I would say that our young alums, um, that's where we have the most room to grow. Mm-hmm. How can we get them connected? Um, and I really do believe that um, creating some programming similar to our senior send-off parties, but more of a welcome to our city. Oh, we yeah. know where these students are going. So why don't we welcome them and have that kind of traditions party at first to say, you're here we recognize you and utilize us as resources um, and a support system. So hopefully as we continue to to grow and innovate, we can provide value to our younger alums. They can see that we are here for them. Um, and whether they, they're still dealing with student debt um, or they're not, um, they can come alongside us in a meaningful way um, and give of their time and their talents, um, not just their treasure. Well, Sir Catherine, uh, my final question for you, a tight couple together. If people want to get involved as a volunteer, how can they do that? If they want to learn more about programming, what's the best way to, uh, to do that? Really, the most simple way to do that is visit our website. Um, again, it's, it's not overly complex. It's not complicated. But it does show where you can get involved in your region or how you can get involved in an affinity group. Um, but I don't want to just push it to, to a website Um, where there's no personal connection at all. Um, Our information um, is out there, but you can always email us or call us. We really want to have the conversation with you. Um, So no question is too big or too small. Um, If you have questions for us, if you want to volunteer, if you think that you'd like to participate um, in any of the activities that are happening in your area, reach out. Um, we have people that want to connect with you. And it's in all over Texas and all over the country, a lot of great opportunities. Well, yeah, you can Google Baylor alumni and uh, contact information. You can find that and, and a list of events there. Well, 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 Sarah Catherine, really appreciate your time. Appreciate all the work that you and your team do. I've been able to be a part of some of those events. They're a lot of fun and excited to see what's ahead as we move into 2024. Well, thank you for having me, Derek. And um, I really enjoy this podcast. So so keep it up. Keep sharing appreciate stories. It. And we'll do that alongside you. That sounds great. Well, thank you so much. And I appreciate you being on today as well. Sarah Catherine Ricci, Assistant Vice President of Alumni Engagement and Annual Giving, our guest today on Baylor Connections. I'm Derek Smith. A reminder, you can hear this and other programs online at baylor.edu slash connections. And you can subscribe on iTunes. Thanks for joining us here on Baylor Connections. Baylor Connections.